This is AutoLine Daily reporting on the global automotive industry. Well, uh uh-oh. Not only are sales of new cars falling in China, so are sales of new energy vehicles. While sales of battery electrics were up a little over 1%, Merrill Lynch reports that plug-in hybrids plummeted 21% in July. That follows a global pattern where plug-in hybrid sales are falling in the U.S. and Europe as well. Here's our AutoLine Insight. Electric car enthusiasts sneer at the limited EV range of plug-ins, and customers who buy conventional cars are leery about having to plug in. Unless automakers can turn those attitudes around, the plug-in hybrid market could be headed for disaster. NIO is an electric car company that was promoted as China's Tesla killer, but business is going from bad to worse for the EV startup. Merrill Lynch reports it only sold 837 cars in China last month, and that was down 38% from the month before. Unless this gets turned around, it could be the first Chinese BEV startup to go belly up. And just to show you how tough business is getting to be in China, Reuters reports that PSA and its partner Dongfeng will close two assembly plants and lay off thousands of workers. And there are rumors that PSA will try to get out of its partnership with Dongfeng or even get out of the Chinese market altogether. Dana is a global automotive supplier. Since 1904, we have been finding a better way by providing technologies that propel our vehicles into the future. And today, we are developing the technologies that are driving tomorrow's electrified vehicles. Dana, people finding a better way. Well, despite what we said about sales of plug-ins going nowhere, the Porsche Cayenne is getting a new top model, and it's a plug-in hybrid. The Turbo SE Hybrid Package is available on both the standard roof Cayenne as well as the Coupe. They get the same powertrain that's available in the Panamera plug-in, a twin-turbo 4.0-liter V8 engine with an electric motor sandwiched between it and an 8-speed automatic transmission. Total output is 670 horsepower and over 660 pound-feet of torque, which accelerates the utility vehicles from 0 to 100 kilometers an hour in 3.8 seconds. It also gets the same 14.1 kilowatt-hour battery pack as the Panamera. And while Porsche doesn't say what EV range is for the Cayenne, the EPA rates the Panamera at 16 miles. The Cayenne plug-in features a number of other sporty upgrades, like adaptive air suspension, torque vectoring rear differential lock, high-performance brakes, body-color wheel arch flares, and the option for four-wheel steering. The standard roof starts at $193,600, and the coupe starts at nearly $198,000. Analysts are forecasting big growth for electric vehicles over the coming decade, which means fewer catalytic converters will be needed for vehicles. And that's starting to scare platinum and palladium suppliers, because demand for those metals, which are used in catalytic converters, will drop significantly. So to offset that, Suppliers Anglo-American Platinum and Platinum Group Metals want to develop a lithium-ion battery that uses platinum instead of cobalt and nickel. They're investing up to $4 million to create the new battery. But Bloomberg reports this has been studied since the 90s, and so far, researchers haven't figured out a way to mass-produce the batteries with platinum. And even worse, it's more expensive and doesn't deliver the same performance as batteries made with nickel and cobalt. Well, as promised, 
AutoLine After Hours will be back this week. We've got John Warniak, the VP of Vehicle Technology at SEMA, who will have something to say about the industry's push into mobility services, EVs, and autonomy. Henry Payne from the Detroit News will also be on that show. He came out with an article today wondering if we'll ever see a Corvette SUV. So tune in live this Thursday afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern Time on our website or YouTube channel. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion, and by Dana, people finding a better way. Continental Structural Plastics, which specializes in automotive composites, is supplying Ford with the industry's first composite dashboard for the 2020 Explorer. Weighing just 12 pounds, the four-piece assembly is lighter than a similar component stamped from steel. CSP also says it significantly reduces engine noise, vibration, and harshness inside the SUV. It's being manufactured at CSP's plant in Ohio. We may well be into the age of electrification, but piston horsepower still packs them in. Roadkill Nights is a drag racing event on Woodward Avenue in Metro Detroit, and apparently people love to see street racing because 47,000 spectators showed up for the spectacle. Dodge, which sponsors the event, offered $5,000 in prize money to the two fastest Dodges at the event. And speaking of Dodge performance cars, Auto Forecast Solutions reports that the next generation Dodge Challenger will go into production in April of 2023. We were wondering where that car is, since sources in the supplier industry told us the new version was already designed and developed. Obviously, FCA believes it can milk the current design for another four years, but it has to have something else up its sleeve to keep the cars selling. So what would it take to keep the current Challenger and Charger selling strong for another four years? We'd love to hear your suggestions. And with that thought, we wrap up today's show. Thanks for watching, and please join us again tomorrow.